0: Yo, what's up, fellas? Welcome back to the Scoop and Score podcast with Nick and Rick. Week 7 is in the books. Uh, Tough week for uh, Nick and I. Ravens and Dolphins both got beat this week. So definitely not the best of weeks, but... You know, it's the NFL, it happens, so we we move forward. We've got another guest on the podcast this week. Our boy Carl is here to join us. Nick Carl, how are you boys? I'm awesome, man. How are you?
1: How you doing, Carl? I'm good. You know, my team won this week, so my Colts (laughs) got the dub in that little rainy situation there, but we're looking a little better now, so looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, that looked like an absolutely miserable game to be a part of. I was watching that, and I was just thinking, oh, my God, I would hate to be playing in that. And, yeah, Jimmy G was having some snap problems. He couldn't hold on to the football. But, hey, a win's a win. you will yeah. take it. And what's your guys' record now?
1: Uh, three and four. Oh. Hey,
0: there you go. You're, you're you're making a
2: move. I mean, hey.
0: It was
1: a tough, tough start to the schedule, you know, like had a few tough matchups yeah. here and there. So I'm happy where, where we're at.
2: If you look at the AFC, there's a lot of teams in that, like, two games, right? Like, the, the top yeah. teams in the AFC have five wins, and then the rest have four and three for the most part. So, that's a super – like, those wild card spots are, like, so open, especially um, with the added team to the playoffs like last year, right?
0: exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, a lot, of, uh, a lot of good games. I mean, Nick, what happened with the, uh, with the Ravens? I, I was promised on the podcast last week, you said that I was wrong. The Bengals were not going to win. You guaranteed a Ravens win, and they lost by uh, – they, they got their asses handed to them. So I just uh, – I'd like an explanation for that, please, and, and a public apology.
2: <laughs> well, you're not getting an apology, so go fuck yourself. Um, uh, but in terms of the game, I, I don't know. It was, it was tough to watch. Uh, I think the Ravens did a really good job early, and the Bengals were kind of targeting Anthony Averitt there and trying to feed the ball to T. Higgins, but uh, he did a good job because they were perceived as his weakest corner. Um, but then you know what? Uh, Marlon Humphrey just could not cover Jamar Chase. I mean, 200 yards and a score. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, just couldn't stop Jamar Chase and, and Uzoma as well. Uh, they had a tough time stopping him. And on offense... Two touchdowns. Yeah, on offense, they just couldn't get a lot going. Uh, the running game was pretty dismal, um, so I don't know. Hopefully, they can reset. They're gonna buy coming up this week, so hopefully, they can uh, yeah. reset, refocus, and back to it because we have uh, we have three divisional games kind of back to back to back. Um, if Ooh. I'm not mistaken, uh, to yeah. Jamu, Ravens game, Ravens game, not showing up here for some reason. Oh, there it is, found it. Uh, yeah, if we look at the schedule, I mean, we got the buy. <laughs> Play the Vikings, play the uh, play the Dolphins, play the Bears, and then it's into a divisional stretch where we play Cleveland, the Steelers, the Browns, Packers, and then we go back to Cincinnati as well. So. Yeah,
0: you, yeah, you guys have a pretty—that's a tough way to end the year. I mean, two games against the Browns. I mean, obviously the Steelers aren't as good as they've been in years past, but everyone ups their game in a rivalry game. Then you got the Packers, Bengals, Rams, and Steelers again. So I think realistically, like, you guys need to take three of three against, you know, the Vikings, the Dolphins, and the Bears to set yourself up. Because I can see, you know, kind of in those remaining games, definitely a split happening. Uh, especially, I mean, I think your, your guys' biggest issue is you just don't have a good running back. Yeah, I mean, Devontae Freeman, I mean, Le- Le'Veon Bell, like Tyson Wood, just not cutting it. I mean, they were not able to do anything on the ground. Lamar pretty much has to carry the ground game. And, yeah, I think it's just becoming a bit too much for him. I think he had under a 50% completion rate on Sunday. So just, uh,
2: yeah, you guys definitely need to upgrade in the running back department. You know what? I think they need to get Tyson Williams the ball way more. Uh, against the Bengals, he had six carries for 34 yards. So it's like when you have a guy with the hot hand, like you got to feed him the ball a little bit more. Unfortunately, like Le'Veon Bell's just not the running back he used to be. Uh, obviously, yeah. Devontae Freeman isn't the running back he used to be. No Latavius Murray this week. He was out. Uh, but I think I think Tyson Williams is the guy to go to. You got him on a rookie deal, undrafted. Like, let's start feeding him the ball, get him those carries, and then hopefully, yeah. hopefully get yourself uh, a, a, a more a stronger running game because then that opens up everything, yeah. right? I
0: think the issue with him has just been pass protection. I mean, I've only watched a couple of other games, but both times I've seen him absolutely whiff on uh, pass pro. Yeah. So I absolutely. think that's, that might be the issue. So, uh, yeah, getting a guy back in there like Latavius Murray, I think, is huge. Mm-hmm. Obviously not the most flashy of backs, but just a big bruiser who is a solid veteran that you can rely on. Uh, but speaking about running backs, I mean, Carl, you've got to be happy with the performance of Jonathan Taylor lately. He's been absolutely lighting up the... Uh, pretty much any defense he's been running on. He went for 107 yards and a touchdown um, there against the uh, the 49ers um, on uh, Sunday night.
1: Yeah, he re- really rebounded after the – as he fumbled the ball to start the game. And he just – it gives Carson Wentz more time as well because we can run some more play action and stuff like that. So it's really nice when Taylor does that because Colts really need it so that Carson Wentz doesn't have all the pressure to throw the ball. Yeah, yeah, he
0: just certainly, I, I feel bad for Wentz because he looked so good at the beginning of his career. He just does not look like the same quarterback. Obviously, he's dealing with those ankle injuries, which I can imagine are uh, you know really kind of hindering his performance. But yeah, it just doesn't look like the Carson Wentz of old. But uh, I mean, hey, still definitely an upgrade over Phillip Rivers, so I guess he'll take it there.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh... And, yeah, I mean, the game last night, Nick, do you want to uh, air out your grievances against Jameis Winston real quick?
2: Absolutely. I want to say that Jameis Winston is an absolute trash quarterback. Uh, I mean, I, I had the I have the Saints winning by five. They're going down the field. They're going to kick a field goal. And then the other team takes a penalty and you get a first down and you still can't score a touchdown. All I needed was a touchdown and the under hit. Like, oh, man, that was 500 bucks Should have been in my Bodog account. But you know what? Ah, uh, Jameis Winston. I don't know. Yeah, it's been a tough couple
0: of weeks for you. Eh? You lost. Uh, how much was it last week? And then on to this week. I uh, mean, that's what a thousand bucks uh, down the toilet. But yeah. hey, that's uh, that's gambling for you. That's it. I mean, Alvin. Yeah, anyone who's got Alvin Kamara in a PPR league just must have been absolutely ecstatic last night. I mean, the guy went for had t- ten receptions for one hundred and twenty eight yards and a touchdown. Like just absolutely PPR madness. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Seahawks are in trouble, man. They're two and five. And, I mean, that division they're in is no joke. They have got a tough um, tough road ahead of them, and it doesn't really get any easier. They've got a pretty easy matchup against the Jags this coming Sunday. But then after that, it's Packers, Cardinals, Washington football team. So uh, I bet you they cannot wait to get Russell Wilson back because Geno Smith is just uh, not the answer. He's not that guy. Yeah, not at all. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was I was a bit surprised, honestly, to see um, the the Buccaneers absolutely just blew out the Bears. I thought oh, yeah. that game was going to be a lot closer. I mean, I got a feel for Justin Wilson, and honestly, most of the rookie quarterbacks this year are just you know, there's always that learning curve. But my God, these guys just look completely
2: out of their depth this year. Oh man, Mac Jones is the only rookie quarterback with a pro football focus of over sixty. I mean, yeah, uh, they've they had a tough, tough go. I mean. Not exactly going into some good situations. Um, I mean, you're going into uh, like going into New England, tough go, like rebounding year kind of after that awful year. Um, Yeah, I mean, they've they've had a really, really tough go for rookie quarterbacks for sure. Even Jalen Hurts and the Eagles have looked tough, and he's kind of in the second year there, right? So, yeah, Yeah, absolutely tough quarterback situations.
0: Definitely. I mean, Zach Wilson going out injured. I mean, maybe a blessing for him to get some time away from that situation. Yeah. The Jets bring in uh, your your former boy Joe Flacco. Elite. Uh, so. Elite. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that just goes to tell you everything you know about the Jets. It's 2021, and Joe Flacco is going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. So hey, whoever had that on their bingo card, congratulations to you. But yeah, I mean, you know, Fields, Wilson, even Trevor Lawrence just has not looked good. And, I mean, you're right. I think they're going into tough situations. But I mean, if you're going to be a top, you know, five pick in the NFL, you're going into a tough situation. Because the only time teams get that pick is when they've been trashed the year before. Yeah. But for some reason, I mean, the guys this year just have not been uh, not been able to do it. Um, but I, you know, I will say I was rooting for the Lions on Sunday. I really wanted them to get that first win, just to get <laughs> one over on the Rams. Yeah. They made a game of it, man. I mean, they they were up in the uh, first quarter, they had a ten three lead, but just weren't able to close it out. And I mean, you got to feel for them zero and seven, and yeah, I don't I don't know. They might they might be a candidate for a, win- a winless season.
2: I mean, can we talk about that stat that came up when uh, after they went down and scored on their opening drive? That once yeah. they recovered that onside kick, that that was their first play on offense with a lead all season. That's brutal, right? man. That's yeah, brutal that, from week that one makes it to tough. week seven. And you literally cannot run a single play on offense where you're not behind. That's terrible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like Carl said, that makes it tough. I mean, that's just a mental, just absolute shit. Show, right. You just never playing with the lead. Yeah. And I mean, they probably freaked out, right? They're like, Oh, what the fuck do we do? We have a lead. Like, how do we do this? And uh, yeah, I mean, Matt Stafford didn't have the greatest of stat lines, 28 to 41, still put up 334 yards and three touchdowns. And Jared Goff, I mean, 268 yards, a touchdown, two picks, even though the one at the end of the game was not his fault, but uh yeah, I mean, really, realistically, any Detroit Lions player at this point is not fantasy relevant in any way. No. Um, no. I mean, obviously, DeAndre Swift, maybe, but you just, I mean, even TJ Hawkinson, right, Nikki, You know that better than anyone. You've got him yeah. sitting uh, It's just tough, right? Like, if you're never playing with a lead, if you're always kind of playing from behind, you got Jared Goff at quarterback. It's uh, it's definitely going to be tough to make any of those guys fantasy relevant. So definitely something to monitor uh, moving forward. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for this week. We had a good Thursday night matchup coming up. We got Smiley. the Packers and Cardinals. I, do you guys – I was reading something today. Do you guys think the, the Cardinals are, are going to be going undefeated? I mean, if you look at their schedule, after this, the only really challenging games that they have, in my opinion, uh, they got the Packers next. They got the, they got the Cowboys and the Rams. The rest of the teams they play are really not that good. So yeah. Sorry, Carl. No offense. Uh, they do play the Colts on <laughs> take, Christmas. <not> taken. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe that'll be a Christmas present for you if they beat the uh, Cardinals on Christmas I mean, Day. I'll but, take that. Um, I, I'll take that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If I could. They've been playing good. They like they haven't been playing the best of teams, but when they play good teams, like you know, they they handled the Rams handily. They handled the Browns. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I definitely can see it happening. They seem to be plugging on all cylinders, and they brought in Zach Ertz last week, which was really their only hole at tight end. Yeah. So, I mean, I could definitely, you know, see them at least uh, maybe go on like 15-2 and two
2: or something like that. Absolutely. I, I definitely think that they're super capable. Um, I mean, especially if you, like you said, right, when you look ahead to their schedule, I mean, if they're in a good spot, I can see them resting their starters on January 2nd against the Cowboys, right? Um, I mean, probably by the time you hit the Lions game on the 19th, uh, what's that week 18, Sunday, 15? Like by week yeah. 15, if you're still sitting at 14 and like what's that 14 and one maybe like yeah. sitting around there, I mean that's that's kind of a time where you probably have the division locked, you have the conference locked up, you probably have that yeah. first round bye set in. I mean, I'm not playing my starters against the Colts, the Cowboys, and the Seahawks. Like, forget that. Not even worth it. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly, and I mean, I think you know, a little bit of offense about the Cowboys there, but hey, all good. Uh, but like, you, but, don't, you
2: don't need it, though, right? No, like that's yeah, not even exactly. a church to the Cowboys. The Cowboys yeah. will probably win that game against their against their backups. The Cowboys could even yeah. beat them with their starters. But if I'm yeah. if I'm Cliff Kingsbury and I'm sitting there going into week 17 at 16 and one or 16 and 0, oh, I'm not like 15 and 0. Oh, no way. I'm not even. I'm not even t- Like, no, don't even get on the field, man. I'm literally signing every player I can think of that's not my yeah. starters I like yeah. no question about it I'm going around and punching them all in the arm oh arm injury uh three week IR CM playoff time you know
0: <laughs> yeah exactly but um yeah it'll be definitely interesting to monitor I mean 7-0 takes it you know takes a lot together so hats off to them and I think that yeah, this Packers game on Thursday is going to be their their biggest test of the season so far Um, I'm yeah, I mean, Packers are obviously without Devontae Adams, who I believe has COVID, and Lazard. Uh, That's definitely Lazard just
2: got added today as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, so definitely missing a lot of wide receiver depth. I'm honestly not too familiar with anyone else that they've got at that position. I do know they have Randall Cobb, uh, but other than that, I'm not super familiar with any of their other receiving options. So maybe a game, uh, Aaron Jones fantasy owners are going to want to monitor just because I think they will be, uh, probably running the ball maybe a bit more than they would usually.
2: Yeah, I think you have to, right? I mean, without your top guys on offense, I mean, I don't know what their depth chart looks like behind those guys. Uh, but not super hot. I mean, it makes me feel a little better about trading away Devontae Adams. Um, but you know what? Uh, yeah, that, that's, I mean, you can never count on Aaron Rodgers, though, right? Exactly. Um, I mean, exactly. Look at that game What he had 37 seconds left and no timeouts, and they were still able to come back and win it. Uh, you can never exactly. count out Aaron Rodgers That's the first thing I said when I met Evan uh, Was never count out Aaron Rodgers <laughs> There you go Hey Carl I heard you had a big week
1: in fantasy this week You put up 179 or so uh, No I got the dub against our first placer But I didn't put up that many points <laughs> Now it doesn't help oh, okay. I have Devontae Adams in that league So that's not going to help either But Ooh, uh, I get T.D. Lamb back from bye week So that will make up for it a little bit Nice
0: Yeah, that's a nice guy to slot in there. Nick, well, I mean, what's going on in our league, buddy? You're uh, you're having a bit of a rough rough go of it. I mean, you're sitting at, what, three and four, sitting at fifth place. I mean, I've never seen you kind of down in that, you know, that kind of uh, in and out of the playoffs kind of spot there.
2: Oh, dude. I I mean, and this was the week, too. I mean, Blair has the entire Chargers offense. Herbert on the bench. (laughs) Eckler on a bye. Keenan Allen on a bye. Marvin Jones on a bye. Mike Williams on a bye. Like all those guys want to buy, it, and they're still able yeah. to come in and beat me. Um, I mean, I'm personally blaming Patrick Mahomes and his 7.7 7 points uh, because if I'd started Jalen Hurts instead, I would have won it. That's that's all it would have taken was just Jalen Hurts. Um, so so yeah, that, that, that one that's,
0: hurts. That's tough. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, tough, tough <laughs> way to go. But hey, I mean, three and four, you're still not out of it yet. But yeah, you do need to win this week, or else we're starting to maybe get into a little bit of panic territory, yeah. and then. Uh, you know, I'm I'm always here to take Jamar Chase off your hands. Um you know if you ever feel the need to uh to switch things up, I'll gladly uh, take him. Yeah, that's not gonna and happen. Then, uh, <laughs> after you put up two hundred yards on your boys yesterday, I don't mm-hmm. know if you want to uh be associated with them. But um yeah, I mean, let, let's move right ahead and go into our picks Picks from last week. Uh, Nick,
2: do you want to uh, congratulate our new uh, guest champion? Yeah, absolutely. Our, our new guest champion, Mark Smido. I mean, he, uh, he had an awesome day, put up 10 of 13 picks correct. Um, who did he get wrong? He had the Broncos winning. I don't know what he was thinking there. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. we all had the Chiefs. We all got that one wrong. Yeah. Um. And he had the Panthers beating the Giants, which uh, the Giants were able to win. So congratulations to Hayden and those guys. I mean, they need as many wins as they can get. It's uh, it's a tough season for them so far.
0: Exactly. And so, what does Carl need to uh, do this week to take the crown?
2: So there's only two teams on a bye this week. That's the Raiders and the Ravens. Uh, so we have 15 games. Carl needs 12, 12 of 15 to uh, to take the crown away from Mark. All right. I think that's uh, doable. Well. Yeah, that's definitely doable. Should we get right into it and see uh, see what we can uh, come up with? Absolutely. I actually just saw this come up. Uh, One of the officials who officiated the uh, Chiefs and Titans game died on his way home. Um, He suffered a medical emergency while driving on the I sixty five North, and by the time he hit the hospital, he was dead. Um, So yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. That is. So he was seventy one. He was pretty. He was he was getting up there, but uh, but still, that's uh, that's tough. I mean. Uh, but yeah, got to blame, uh, got to blame Mahomes' play for that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right. Uh, so moving into this week, uh, so our first game, like we said, Thursday night, we've got the Cardinals at home to the Packers, uh, Cardinals, six and a half point favorites, and you got an over under of 51. So I was looking
0: up some stats about this game, uh, before we got on both teams, both these teams, the Packers and the Cardinals are six and one against the spread in 2021. So pretty good. If you're looking to bet like a game in the spread, that's kind of a game you want to be targeting there. Um, I mean, I think when you think Packers and Cardinals, you kind of think, you know, shootout. You think, you know, this game is going to be an absolute kind of blowout. But the thing is, the Packers and the Cardinals both have top 10 uh, defenses. So I think it's going to come down to which team stays committed to the run game more, which team's willing to kind of, you know, put in that work in the trenches. Um I'm going to go against the grain here, probably. I'm going to pick the Packers. Uh, I think, I don't know, know, Rodgers has those two, you know, those games, playoff games against Arizona where he's lost. I think that sticks in the back of his head, and I think he comes out on top even without Devontae Adams.
1: I think Aaron Jones has a huge day as well.
0: And I'm also going to take the under.
1: Oh, okay, the under. Carl, what about you? Um, I think I'm going to ride high with the Cardinals. Um, I just think without Devontae Adams, that air attack for Aaron Rodgers and those boys won't be good enough. And I think uh, the defense will be ready for the runs from Aaron Jones. Uh, I'm actually going to take the under on this one as well, though, just because, yeah, I think both defenses are going to hold their own. And it won't be a shootout like everyone might expect.
2: See, you know what? I'm going to go opposite to both boys. I'm going to take the Cardinals. Um, I think that losing those top two weapons in uh, Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, uh, I think that hurts. And I think we should probably see a couple more guys get added to that list as well. Um, I think the Packers are going to be down quite a few guys this week. Um, so I'm going to take the Cardinals on that. But I'm going to take the over. Um, I know despite both of these guys having top 10 defenses, um, I still think that these offenses are just too good. Um, so I, I'm, I have the over. I think this goes into an absolute shootout. Um, our next game here, we've got the Panthers who, okay. So side note, what do the Panthers do about Sam Darnold? What do they do? Are they buyers of Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson can play. He's not on the commissioner's exempt list. He can start. Houston is choosing not to start him. So what do you do? I mean, do you bench Sam Darnold? Do you like, do you trade? Do you trade for Deshaun Watson? What do you guys do? If you're the card, if you're the, uh, the
1: Panthers. What do you do? I, I think for me, yeah. That's all right. oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go, Carl. Go for it. Uh, I think for me, I think the experiment should be over. I mean, if you can find a better option like Deshaun Watson and he's eligible to play, um, I think for sure you look for an upgrade. I just feel like he hasn't done en- enough to prove that he's going to get any sort of contract extension that he wants. So, I think it's time to move on.
0: Yeah, I think that's a tough one. I think. Right now, all news reports are pointing to the Dolphins and the Panthers being the two teams most involved in kind of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Um, I think the only thing for me that kind of clouds like maybe what the Panthers are thinking is they did give up, you know, they gave up a second round and a fourth round pick to get them, right? So that's obviously, you know, it's not a first round pick, but still, that's a couple of, you know, solid quality NFLers. So I think you got to give them a bit more time. I think it's tough because they, he hasn't been playing with CMC, who is like every you know, quarterback's kind of security blanket. Um, so without, I mean, Chuba Hubbard has not looked kind of, you know, as good as maybe some had hoped. Um, I, think you give, I think you give Darnold a couple more starts. Obviously, I mean, um, you know, he looked rough last week, and that is against the Giants, so definitely kind of a red flag there. But I think you got to give him a couple more starts just because of the draft capital kind of invested to acquire him.
2: But I mean also at the same time, like if you look at their playoff spot, I mean, number one, you got the Cardinals, the Rams at six and one, the Cowboys at five and one, uh, Packers six and one, uh, Bucks six and one, Saints four and two. The Panthers are right there at three and four. They have as many wins as the Falcons, they have as many wins as the Bears and the Vikings. I mean, the Panthers are right there.
0: If you can bring in so they've Cal- also dropped they've dropped the last four, right? So mm. they have like they started at three and zero. Oh. I just don't know if the Panthers are in win now mode, you know, like, obviously you don't want to ruin like a guy like McCaffrey's prime. Yeah. I just don't like adding Deshaun Watson, I think helps, but I think they've just, you know, they've got a whole lot of holes other places and I just don't know if they're in that win now mode sort of, you know, that would be kind of, because if you're getting Deshaun Watson, you're, you're sacrificing a lot, right? Regardless of the allegations, regardless of all the legal stuff, you're going to be giving up a boatload of first-round picks. Yeah. So, do the Panthers really want to do that? If they, you know, realistically, Deshaun Watson is not going to, you know, kind of put them over the
2: top. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, Houston's kind of said, or the reports have kind of come out that Houston's asking price is they're looking at three first-rounders, probably uh, yeah. plus at least two or three other guys. Um, so that's that's a high asking price to uh, to pay for uh, for you're right for a team who's not necessarily in win-now mode, uh, despite Christian McCaffrey kind of in his prime. Um, uh, so what do you guys think? But I so think do you... that
0: brings up, I think that brings up another good question, though. Of, and I think you know, this is definitely something we should all answer: is, do you pay that price for Deshaun Watson, knowing the legal troubles that he's in, knowing the situation, knowing that if things you know move a certain way, he's probably going to be suspended for this foreseeable future? As a team, do you even take that chance to give up that amount of draft capital and, and shoot yourself in the foot for the foreseeable future?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially with that legal trouble, right? I mean, he could come in and not play a single snap for you, right? Um, So, I mean, if I'm I'm Carolina, though, and I'm even considering this, I mean, this has to be something that's, like, every draft pick you're sending is conditional. Like, I don't care if it's a, like, all three first-rounders all have to be conditional. Uh, If Deshaun Watson doesn't play a single snap, like, you're not getting, like, no, I'm not sending you first-rounders. Make those first go to seventh or something. If, you, if he doesn't play any snaps for you, right? So you've given up a couple sevens, you don't really care.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right? there's got to be a lot of clauses in there. Like, it's a really iffy situation with that one, I think. So, Absolutely. I don't know. I mean, you'd want to trade for him because I feel like Deshaun Watson could change the course of a franchise. But at the same time, yeah, those legal issues, you might need your own private investigators to try and figure out if that's really <laughs> yeah. uh, what's really going on there.
2: Yeah. And then Deshaun yeah. right? Then it's like, why? If I'm if I'm Houston and I think that Deshaun Watson will be cleared and nothing is going to happen, I don't really want to give him away. And then maybe he doesn't play a snap this season, but he comes back next season. I just gave up gave him up for three seventh rounders, right? Um, yeah, so but
0: I think he's already said that he has no interest in playing there anymore. Yeah, that's, so I was I about think, to say I that. Think yeah. That's the, yeah, that's the that's the thing is the Houston, Houston's kind of been between a rock and a hard place right now. Is where everyone knows they need to get rid of him but they refuse to lower their price. So it's, it's going to be, I think kind of a game of, you know, um, kind of who blinks first, right. And see if someone's actually willing to pony up and pay that price. Yeah. I mean, I personally hope that my dolphins don't do it. I don't think that, you know, Mm, interesting. Um, but, but Hey, I mean, we'll see what happens. And yeah, I mean, obviously it's all allegations. We obviously don't know if it's true or not, but I mean, the case definitely does look, look pretty legitimate. So, uh, but um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of the uh, Panthers Falcons game, uh, oh, I mean Panthers have looked rough the last few weeks. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, when you're get when you're only putting up three points against the Giants, uh, no offense, Hayden, but that's uh, <laughs> that's a that's a tough look for any NFL team. Um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Falcons just because they have looked better. Uh, I like that duo they have a pass and Mike Davis, Matt Ryan as well. 10 TDs, one interception in his last four games. Uh, So I'm going to roll with the Falcons and I'm going to take the over just because I don't think either of these teams uh, know how to play
1: defense.
2: (laughs) Carl, what about you? What do you got? What do you got this one?
1: I'm going to have to agree. I'm going to take the Falcons uh, for all the reasons I'd said. And I think Kyle Pitts is making a stride as well as a rookie. Uh, Matt Ryan's starting to find him a little bit more. So it's another weapon for him to look at. And yeah, the Panthers... Yeah, they were brutal last week, losing the Giants, <laughs> only scoring three <laughs> points. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely taking the Falcons. Um, yeah, I'll go with the over on this one as well. I think the Falcons can muster up enough offense themselves, and I think the Panthers will bounce back a little bit, but they still won't win this game.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm mean, gonna agree with you guys too. I think we're unanimous here. Falcons, the over. Um, I don't think the Panthers' D is what it was. Uh, it looked really good at the beginning, and then just never really uh, stuck around too long. Um, all right, our next game here, uh, we've got a couple of a uh, couple of big spreads this week. Uh, you got the Bengals going into the into New York in, against the Jets. Uh, I mean, like we said last week, we pretty much don't have to say which New York team at this point. Uh, they're pretty much about the same level. Uh, so you got the Bengals going into the uh, going against the Jets, um, ten point favorites, and you got an over under of forty three.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that 10-point uh, spread is, is, is um, yeah, I think they're going to go way over that. I wouldn't be surprised if they put at least, you know, 35, 36 points on him. Uh, I mean, I don't think it matters if the Jets are playing Mike White, Joe Flacco. Uh, I mean, both those guys, no offense. Um, elite, not good elite. Quarterback. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Joe Flacco is, yeah, I mean, fuck, the guy's probably, what, 45 years old? I think so. I mean, that Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase connection, which I think I think at the beginning of the year, I mean, I, for one, I believe in our first podcast we ever did, I was questioning why the Bengals didn't draft an offensive lineman as I said went with Chase. I
1: totally you know, agree, man. That's has, where I was at.
0: <laughs> yeah, but hey, I mean, you know, shout out to them. All he's done has absolutely made me eat my words this entire season to be one of the best receivers in the league. And, yeah, I mean, the Bengals continue to roll. So I'm obviously going to take the Bengals. I mean, the Jets are absolutely god-awful. And without Zach Wilson, I mean, whew, I think they'd struggle to be the CFL team,
1: to be honest. And I will take the over as well just because of the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Carl, what about you? Uh,
1: yeah, I'm going to have to agree. That, uh, that Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase duo isn't going to be stopped by the lowly Jets. So I'm taking the Bengals, and I'm also taking the over because I feel like this could be one of the biggest blowouts of the season.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. you know, I completely agree. Uh, I mean, for the Bengals to put up the points they did against Baltimore's defense, uh, and now you're going in against the Jets. I mean, that's uh, home field advantage basically means nothing at this point. So, um, yeah, hundred percent Bengals, the be over. Uh, this is another one we probably don't have to spend too much time on. I doubt anybody disagrees with uh, Rams fourteen and a half point favorites going into Houston uh, over under forty seven.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Rams, double-digit favorites for the second
2: straight week. I
0: mean, the Lions and Texans, you can't get much worse than that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to just, you know, the Stafford and the Rams are going to keep it rolling. I mean, the the Texans are going to struggle. I don't have too much to say about this one, Rams and the over for me.
1: I'll keep it simple, too. Yeah, Rams and the over as well. Texans are looking (laughs) pretty brutal. Them and the Lions are going to battle it out for the first overall pick, I believe, so...
2: Yeah. yeah, so kind of like last week's Arizona-Houston, I don't think we need to spend too much time. Rams over easy money. Uh, all right, next one here, we've got the Bills. Again, double-digit favorites, 13.5 points, and you got an over-under 49.5. This game is in Buffalo as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, Nick, we've been to Buffalo. We've seen a game there. I mean, that stadium is absolutely bonkers. It's going to be uh, you know, even better with that uh, divisional, divisional matchup. I mean, unfortunately for my Dolphins, we just cannot catch a break. Another tough game against the Bills. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, last time we played them, uh, it was 35-zip. Uh, however, to be fair, too, I did get injured. Um, he's back. They look a little bit better. But, uh, I mean, just absolutely two heartbreaking losses for us in the last couple of weeks. I think the Bills probably win by about ten, but I still think the Bills uh, win, and then uh, I'll take the over.
2: Only by ten? Are you serious,
0: man? Like Tua has been playing really well. I mean, our defense is absolutely god awful, but Tua has been like single-handedly kind of dragging us to you know the finish line each of the last couple games. I'm really liking how he's come back off the injury, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think I don't know. But now you're. I'm going, just hoping to God it's closed.
2: Now you're going against Buffalo, who's got arguably one of the best offenses in the league, and also coming yeah. off a bye, two weeks in rest, right? Uh,
0: yeah, I just think I don't know. I'm, th- I'm just hoping that the last two weeks, those heartbreaking losses, just kind of fire us up. And also, I think Brian Flores is kind of coaching for his you know coaching life at the moment, <laughs> so he's going to have the boys fired up, and they're going to come out there and uh, you know give it their all. This won't be enough. Carl, what about you, buddy?
1: Um, yeah, as much as Tua's shown some good signs of after coming back from injury, uh, I'm going to take the Bills on this one. I'm pretty sure they're going to cover the spread as well, and I'll take the over since the Dolphins should be able to muster up some points. But the Bills will still get the W.
2: Yeah, you know what? I'm again, I'm on board with both you guys. Bills over, uh, pretty easy pick. Uh, that Bills game is definitely going on my on my card as well. Uh, all right, our next game here, uh, we've got Philly uh, going into Detroit. Eagles are three-point favorites and over under a 48.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I feel bad for him, man. I mean, the Eagles have had no running game to support him in any way. Uh, I think I saw a stat, they've averaged, you know, I think they've allowed an average of 310 passing yards the last two weeks. I mean, just awful. But to be fair, the Lions can't score, and Jared Goff is awful. So, I mean, I'm I don't know, man. I for some reason I want to take the Lions in this one, uh, just more. I think because because I feel bad for them. It's like you know, you're driving down the road, you see like a really you know you see an abandoned puppy, and you just kind of feel bad for it. And that's kind of the way I feel about the Lions um so yeah i mean let's see if these uh, puppies can become lions and get the first win but for some reason i'm taking the lions but i will take the under i think this is going to be an absolutely god-awful game but i do you know what my hot take for the week the lions are going to avenge their fucking nightmare kicking game and they are going to kick a field goal in the last second and win the game how long of
1: a
2: field goal 50 plus wow
1: really damn
2: carl what about you
1: So uh, I wish I kind of went first on this one because I thought that was going to be my hot take. But uh, I'm also going with (laughs) the Lions because I think (laughs) I think they've actually like they played well against some teams. Like they were close with the Ravens. They yeah, they were close against the Rams last week. So I think the Lions are going to break through this week and get their first W of the season.
2: What about an over under Over under 48?
1: I'm going to take the under on that one. I just I don't think they're going to must have enough points
2: for that. Okay, I'm disagreeing with both of you. I think the Eagles roll in there and don't even have a single problem with the Detroit Lions. Uh, I have to start Jalen Hurts because Lamar's on a bye this week. Um, So I'm looking for Jalen Hurts to absolutely light up that Lions secondary. Uh, I think the Eagles will have a good job, will do a good job at handling them. Uh, I don't think this game will be close. Uh, I'm going to roll with the under as well, unfortunately, just because uh, that Lions offense, I don't think, puts up more than five points or seven points, right? I think they'll be pretty low. Ooh, that is a hot take in oh, itself. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, our next game here, divisional matchup. Uh, Pittsburgh going into Cleveland. Uh, Browns are three-and-a-half-point favorites and an over-under of 42 and a half. Yeah, well, I mean... I think yeah I think this is a big
0: game right obviously a big uh, divisional game and both these teams are trying to keep pace with the Ravens and Bengals right um, I think the thing that this game kind of hinges on to me is if the Browns can contain Najee Harris then I mean I think Ben is going to have to throw the ball and that'll just lead to turnovers right yeah. um so for me I'm taking the Browns just cuz big Ben I mean buddy as mobile as a it's time to yeah, it's time to it's time to ride off into the sunset. You just gotta, you know, you kinda gotta know when, when enough's enough, and I think it's enough. So uh <laughs> stop making us watch your fucking shitty, you know, shitty mechanics every every week. <laughs> Go retire. It's Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins time. But um yeah, I mean for me it's the Browns. Uh I think this game is either gonna be a shootout or it's just gonna be like the one of the worst games ever because I mean, poor Baker, right? I mean that guy's got every injury in, in your arm you possibly could have. Is he going to uh, So but who knows how he's going to I think I think he, I think he's um going to play. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know why you would just, you know, take a couple weeks off. You're playing the Steelers, put your put your backup mm-hmm. QB in there.
1: But And um, Trump should be back too, right? I saw that as well, I believe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that's a big, that's a big, also a big addition for them is getting Chubb back. They don't have Cream Hunt, so that one-two punch is definitely going to be missing. But yeah, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the Browns just because um, I think that uh, they're just a little bit more
2: talented. So just a quick update: the Browns' head coach Kevin Stefanski said on Monday he hasn't ruled out Baker Mayfield yet. Okay. Um, he, yeah. They kept him out of Monday's practice uh, and coming off, obviously coming off their Thursday game, um, so he hasn't been ruled out yet. Yeah,
0: and man, I mean Baker's a grinder, right? Like he's not he's not the most talented guy, he's not the fastest, he's not the biggest arm, but he's a fucking grinder, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him back under center there for them.
1: I uh I I'm also taking the Browns on this one. I think even with that even if Baker were to sit out, I think Chubb coming back and Keenan will be able to hold the Ford against the Steelers. I just I really just haven't been that impressed with the Steelers. So I'm going with the Browns and I'll also bet the over. The over as well.
2: You know what? I'm uh, I'm gonna have to agree with you, boys. Uh, I think with Jarvis Landry back in the picture, I believe Odell's still questionable, um, but I think having all those guys back, plus Chubb, I mean Darius Johnson, like shout out to that guy, stepping up in your first career game. That was on 100%. a fishing yep. guy was on a fishing boat off the Florida Keys like two years ago, right? Just trying to get a shot, and he comes in in his first game, puts up 24 fantasy points. I mean that's that's pretty good. I mean that that's not a pedestrian effort there. Uh, so, yeah, I, I got to take the Browns as well. I just don't think Pittsburgh is what they used to be. Uh, I think they're kind of going into rebuild mode. Uh, I think they should be sellers at the trade deadline for whoever wants any of those guys. Uh, but I think they need to be sellers. I think they need to start moving on and start looking forward yeah. to the draft, uh, build up some capital, and, and start turning the team around. Okay. Totally uh, agree. I'm also going to roll with the over as well. Uh, all right, here we go into another Bears game. I mean, ugh, I don't know. I hate the Bears so much we uh, got the 49ers going into Chicago. 49ers, three point favorites,
0: and an over under of 39.5. Uh, 49ers are three point favorites. I'm kind of surprised to hear that. I'm actually going to go with the Bears in this one. Um, I don't know. I think Justin Fields is going to have a little bit of an easier time uh, going against that 49ers D than he did against the Bucks D. Um, I did see that, I think Mike Maggie got COVID, I believe. So I'm not sure if he'll be coaching, which maybe will tip the scales a bit. But yeah, I mean, I mean the, the 49ers did not look good against the uh, against the Colts last week. It's pretty much uh, you know, throw the ball to Devo Samuel and hope that he does something. that's pretty much what their offense does. They're really one-dimensional. they don't really have a running game. So for me, uh, the Bears' D is kind of the, uh, the deciding factor for me. I think they hold the 49ers more than um, you know, the 49ers hold the Bears. So I'll take the, I'll take the Bears, but I think it's going to be an under game. I wouldn't be surprised if that one's under
2: 40 points. Man, did Brandon Ayuk like, sleep with Jimmy Garoppolo's wife or something? I mean, guy, right? can't, guy can't catch a target. Guy was a guy was a monster. He had a pretty good like tail end of the season last year. He had a really good year.
0: I, yeah, I mean, that's got to be one of the biggest fantasy busts this year. I mean, I didn't take him. I definitely I was going to take him in some leagues, but Jesse didn't fall to me. And man, I'm glad I didn't because man, yeah, he has been an absolute no show.
2: Yeah, I mean, I actually I think I traded Brandon Ayuk away earlier in the season. After. Actually, I did in the trade that got me uh, Kenyon Drake. Um, for some nice. stupid reason, but yeah, I mean, what's going on? What, like, why is he not getting targets? I just don't get it.
0: Yeah, that's uh, it's yeah, it's definitely been weird to see, and they don't really have like a whole lot of other options. I mean, even when Debo Samuel was injured, like they just were not um. They're not th- throwing in the ball. And that's another team that, that, like, the Ravens, they just need to get a better running back. I mean, they just cycle in, you know, just scrub after scrub, week after week. Their backs always seem to be injured. And and there's always certain,
1: you know, Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're
0: yeah, dropping like flies, them. so that that also doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, they just cycle in these endless amount of scrubs. And it's like, fuck, I mean, you guys are a decent team. Just trade for a decent running back, and yeah. you know. Give Jimmy G to Trey Lance some help, but trade uh,
2: trade Jimmy Garoppolo, pick up a good running back. Jimmy Garoppolo is not a terrible yeah. quarterback; he's definitely better than some of the starters out there. Trade him away and get a half decent running back in return.
0: Yeah, I mean, as long as you have a good offensive line, I mean, Jimmy G is a, a really good quarterback to have as long as you have know, some protection. But um, yeah, I mean, maybe again, like we said earlier, they might just not be in win now mode. They might not care. They might be trying to get a high draft picks to uh, supplement Trey Lance with moving forward. Absolutely. Carl who do you have in this
1: game? Um I guess I haven't really found out who's playing quarterback for the Niners yet, but in my opinion that doesn't matter cuz the Bears just aren't that good. I'm taking the Niners. Um I just I haven't I just haven't the like, Justin Fields and that offense couldn't like I don't know what they're going to do. So um I just think the Niners are going to find a way to win this game and I'm also going with the under.
2: You know what? I Carl, I think that the Bears. I think the Bears will do okay. Um, I mean, Allen Robinson fantasy owners are obviously hurting. Um, he doesn't just doesn't seem to have that chemistry like he does with Darnell Mooney. Um, so I think uh, if, you, if you're an Allen Robinson owner, you probably want to try and sell him for whatever you can get. Uh, I mean, even a kicker at this point might not be a bad uh, a bad trade for him. Um, so I'm gonna roll with the Bears just because the 49ers did not look that good on against the Colts. I mean, it was an it was an absolute monsoon coming down, <laughs> um, but you know what? I, I'm I'm still not high on the 49ers. Uh, I'm taking the Chicago, especially because of the under. They're the they're the underdogs on that one, uh, so boost my odds a little bit on my uh, on my card. Uh, and I'm also going to roll with the under. I think both of those offenses are going to be pretty slow, but I think the Bears will have enough to uh, to take down the uh, the Niners. Um, all right, Carl, let me kick this one to you for the, for uh, just because this is your boys. Um, for some reason, the Titans are only one and a half point favorites going into Indianapolis, and you got an over under of fifty one. Carl, like, what are you thinking here? I mean, one and a half point favorites. You're the Titans. You just took down the Chiefs. You just took down the Chiefs and the Bills in, in the same week, in the same seven day span. You took down both of those top two teams, or what? What are considered top two teams? Like, what's going on? What? What? What happens on Sunday? What happens?
1: Uh, well, I think. I think the Colts are actually gonna take this one. I'm grinding with my boys for this. Um I think they're uh, take. <laughs> um I think Jonathan Taylor's gonna have a hell of a day. I think our defense will be ready for uh, big Derrick Henry. And uh I think we're gonna I'm gonna bet the under just because I think our defense will be able to hold its own. Wow. <sighs> Whew.
0: That is that is a hot take. I uh I mean, I, I couldn't disagree with you more, Carl. If I'm being honest, I think um, I, I think Derek Henry is going to absolutely feast on that defense. I mean, he's—I mean, that's what he does. That's what he does, right? It's Derek Henry he does that, regardless of who it is. But yeah, I mean, shout out the Titans, man. They've kind of revived their entire season the last two weeks, right? Yeah. Two absolutely big fucking bald, big wins. I mean, they're they're going for it. They're definitely in the hunt. Uh, I think they keep it rolling. I mean, if they can beat the Bills and the Chiefs, then I don't see why the uh, the Colts would be, uh, you know, be kind of like neighbor. a little bug. Yeah, it'd be a little bug. You kind of just flick out of your way and move on to the next week. But um, yeah, I'm going with the Titans. I will take the over. But I, I I do agree with Carl. I think Jonathan Taylor
2: is going to have another big big week. Yeah, you know what? I, I agree with Carl in that sense. I do think that Jonathan Taylor should have a good week. Uh, but unfortunately, I don't think that I don't think the Colts stand an absolute chance in this game. Um, I think that Derrick Henry is going to run through that Colts team, um, and I mean, you know what? Like, I'm not. I don't like Ryan Tannehill. I don't think he's a very good quarterback at all. Um, but I mean, when you have receivers like AJ Brown and Julio Jones, uh, I mean, it, it's kind of hard not to be a, a decent quarterback in that situation. Uh, but unfortunately, Nick, do we
0: want to talk about AJ Brown and how no, you gave no, we up don't on need to him? you perce- <laughs> <laughs> You have like this year. You have to have made. I think all of the lopsided trades in our league, like you are just you. As soon as you trade someone away, it's, it's an absolute goldmine. I mean, you got back Dawson Knox for him. and proceeds to break his hand. Like the next game, you get him. And AJ Brown's gone for 220 and a touchdown in his last uh, last two games. So I mean, you, uh, yeah, Man, maybe don't make any more trades this year,
2: dude. I don't know what I did to piss off the fantasy football gods. I don't know what I did. But it's just been a terrible, terrible, terrible fantasy year. All the guys who should have done really well have been absolute garbage, injuries, and oh man, I don't even know. I, I'm In all my leagues, I'm basically playing not for last. Um, that, that, that's my motto <laughs> right now, is, is I'm playing for not last. I, I, I understand I have no chance at winning probably all three of my leagues. Maybe one of them, maybe our league, Rick, I might have somewhat of a chance. Uh, if, I oh, get some, if I get some good, if I get some good weeks coming up, I might. I'll do okay, I think. Uh, but my other two leagues, mm-hmm. I, I'm just playing not for last. Um, so yeah, I, don't know I mean,
0: I, as a person who would like to see you sit in a denny's for 24 hours, I
2: do hope that
0: you get last in at least one league because I would like to uh, be there for this experience. <laughs> no,
1: awful. Just That'd be awful. hilarious.
2: So, oh god, uh, yeah. So, I don't know what I did, but whatever. Uh, Titans, uh, easy win. Uh, I'm going to take the under, though. Just 51 points is a lot. um, And I don't see the Colts putting up their half. uh, And I don't see the uh, the Titans going beyond 30, probably. Uh, I think they get up pretty high pretty quick, and they kind of run out the clock for the rest of the game. Uh, All right, our next one here. This game, I mean, five weeks ago, this game would have been a double-digit spread easily. Uh, but right now it's only three. Uh, Jaguars going into Seattle. Uh, Seahawks are three point favorites and an over under of forty three and a half.
0: Ooh, yeah. Ooh. I mean, I think yeah, I think that that spread's pretty fair. Uh, Jags obviously coming off a bye week, and I mean the Seahawks are coming off a short week, right? And they're kind of relying on Geno Smith to. Uh, yeah, to basically, you know, stop the ship from sinking, which he so far hasn't so done a very good job. He got about three quarters of the ship underwater so far. So. Oh, oh,
2: dude! When he, last night watching that game, man, when he ran into the back of the end zone, literally a safety yeah. would have won me that spread, or he almost threw a pick yeah. six too. you know a pick six or a safety yeah. literally would have won me that game. I was I was gonna like be over the moon, but of course he doesn't, right? So that's just just my luck. Yeah,
0: I mean, it, yeah, it is what it is, but um. I'm going to take the Seahawks just because, I mean, the Jaguars are just an absolutely horrible excuse for a football team. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This one's impossible to pick. They're both bad teams. I mean, without without Russ, the Seahawks are pretty bad. But for me, I think DK Metcalf, sorry Metcalf, is going to have an absolute monster game. I think he goes for north of 100 in a score, and for me, that's the difference maker. So I'll take uh, I'll take the Hawks, but uh, I'll take the under. Can we
2: also just talk about DK Metcalf only having one catch for 84 yards, and that was on, like, the seventh play of the game, and then that was it. He literally didn't have another catch yeah. for the rest of the game.
1: Yeah, even a lot more we're going more. Yeah, at it. I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah. But,
0: yeah, he absolutely mossed him on that one grab. And, hey, I mean, he still put up, I think, what, 15, 15 or so fantasy points. So, I mean, he'll take it however you can get it. I mean, 15 points is not bad. Whereas if it comes on, you know, 10 receptions or one. Fuck. All
1: right, Carl. What about you? Um. Yeah, I'm a little torn on this one too. The Seahawks were in, did not look very good yesterday, but um, I guess I'll still roll with the Seahawks. As a Colts fan, I know how bad the Jags are in our division, so I'm I'm never taking them to win a game. Uh, I'll I'll take the Seahawks <laughs> and I'll also take the under just because I don't think both offenses won't get up there at all.
2: Yeah. You know what, I'm I'm on board with both of you guys. I mean it's hard to it's hard to put any faith in Geno Smith, um, but unfortunately I have more faith in him than I do in the entire Jacksonville team uh, on both sides of the ball and special teams. Um so that's a pretty easy one. Uh, our next game here, we got the Patriots uh going into SoFi Stadium against the Chargers. Uh Chargers five and a half point favorites coming off that bye week uh, and an over under of forty nine.
0: Ooh, forty nine.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously
0: Patriots going to be, or sorry, the uh, the Chargers going to be nice and rested. Uh, I don't think the Pats match up with them very well, especially because they just lost their best cover corner for the entire year. So I think Justin Herbert is going to have himself a day. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm all with the Chargers. I just think for me, Justin Herbert is way better than Mac Jones, and the uh, the Chargers just have a few more weapons than the Pats do. I think it'll be a close game. I am going to take the over, but I do think the Chargers uh, continue their surprisingly good season.
1: Um, I'm also taking the charges on this one. Uh, I have Herbert in our league, Nick. So I'm hoping for a big day coming off the bye week and coming off that blowout loss to the Ravens. So uh, yeah, I'm going to... That's right.
2: Better days. Better days.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I'm hoping for a big bounce back from him. Uh, yeah, I guess with the Patriots too, yeah, Mac Jones is still... Like, he's played, he's played all right, but I don't think it'll be enough to take down the Chargers. and I'll also take the over.
2: Yeah, you know what? I'm on board with both of you guys. Uh, I think the Pats would do enough to kind of get a little bit of that 49 points. Uh, but I think that the Chargers will probably do most of that heavy lifting on that side. Uh, like, again, coming off that bye, Mike Williams should be fully healthy now uh, after uh, obviously playing injured against the Ravens there. Um, so, yeah, Chargers, Pats, easy. Uh, before we get into this Bucks saints game, uh, I just want to ask you guys, so – the the guy who got the ball from Mike Evans for Tom Brady's 600th touchdown pass he got from the from the bucks he received two signed jerseys and a helmet from Tom Brady he received one signed Mike Evans jersey and game cleats he received a $1000 to the bucks team store he gets two season tickets for the rest of this season and next season and he also got one Bitcoin. So that's like, what? what's Bitcoin sitting at? Like $77,000 right now? Yeah. I didn't realize he got the Bitcoin as well. I just actually. saw it come out yeah, today. Like, yeah, that's I just crazy. saw this one today. <laughs> I mean, what are, are you guys asking? Like, this guy's a doctor. So I, I saw him on NFL now. This guy's a doctor, like a medical practicing doctor. Like, what, what are you guys asking for in this in this situation? What are you guys asking for in return?
0: I mean, for me, I'm telling Brady to go fuck himself. I'm listing that bitch on eBay, and I am taking a king's <laughs> ransom and making sure that Brady never gets that fucking
2: ball. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that one ball, like if you turn around and sell two two signed jerseys, a helmet, another signed jersey, game cleats, uh, plus a thousand dollars, plus six, season tickets this year and next year, plus seventy four thousand dollars in that Bitcoin, do you really think you're going to get more money than that?
1: Yeah, but you have to me. To- it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, to me, to me, it doesn't matter as long as Brady doesn't get it. I'm also, sorry, I forgot to include, I'm putting in a signed legal document to whoever takes it that they can never give the ball to Brady. For me, it's more about Brady not getting it than about, than about the money. I could care less about the money, honestly. As long as Brady doesn't get it, that's all that matters to
2: me because fuck Tom Brady. That's hilarious. I saw one guy pitch an idea that, uh, oh, I want to call plays against the Saints next week. I want to be the offensive coordinator. <laughs> like, you know what? I would sign up for that. I would take that on top take, of Just take a few snaps.
0: Just if, if they're up late in the fourth, just put the pads on, take a few snaps, hand the ball off to Fournette a couple times. Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. Well, you're
2: not going to run the ball yourself? You're not going to play running back?
0: Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not trying to die. But, uh, yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't mind handing it off. and let someone else take the beating for me. But, uh I mean, yeah, Carl. What, what, what do you? What, what's your minimum that you're?
1: I mean, I, I loved your idea to not think of that before this started, but uh, because as much as I, <laughs> I hate Tom Brady, so that that would be pretty funny. Um, I guess for me, I I would wish if there was more cash involved. To be honest, just because like the, I don't know, I'm not a big fan of the whole like signed stuff. Like I, I obviously, I'm not a Bucks fan, so I wouldn't want any of that stuff. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it's a pretty big haul, but I think your idea is a little bit better. I like that one. <laughs>
2: You know what, man? If I'm them, I'm telling them they can keep their thousand dollars to the buck store. I want season tickets for life. If like if I'm if say this happened in yeah, ball, yeah. say it was Lamar's like three hundredth touchdown pass or something, and he wants that ball. Like I want season tickets for life. I like I want to be at every single home game. Like no questions, front row every single time. Like that. That's my minimum asking price. That's what I'm starting with. Like no questions. Like done. Yeah, and like I just I just googled it. The
0: average like starting salary apparently for a doctor in Florida is two hundred grand. So this guy does not give a flying fuck about a (laughs) thousand bucks credit in these signed jerseys, right? No, not at all. Like this guy's absolutely rolling in it. So, like, yeah, realistically, I mean, he could probably, uh, he could buy the entire buck store if he really wanted to. Like, it's, he does not care about a $1,000 credit. I mean, the Bitcoin is nice, honestly. Before, before I, I didn't know about the Bitcoin, so I thought he got shafted a bit. The Bitcoin is nice because, I mean, that's what, that's like 70 k right there. So, yeah. it's definitely a nice little haul for him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, good for him. I mean, he, he didn't. I think he pretty much just gave, you know, gave it away. I think Brady might have tossed in the Bitcoin as a thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely a, a cool story that he'll be able to, you know, tell his kids that he had Tom Brady's 600, uh, you know, touchdown ball for a, a hot minute.
2: there. Yeah. And you know what? He didn't even know they actually had him on NFL now today. They were interviewing him or yesterday. He didn't know that that was Brady's 600th ball. And when the equipment guy went up to talk to him, he's like, Hey, Tom really wants that ball. Like he didn't even tell him that th- that's what it was. Right. And I think probably oh, for yeah. good and then, reason. To be
0: fair, the guy... Yeah, the guy was also probably
2: tanked. Right, he's sitting in the front
0: row. Yeah, it's a, it's a Florida game. Yeah. He was
2: probably absolutely
0: tanked, so he probably didn't know what was going on.
2: But you also <laughs> don't like if I'm that guy. And say you're say Rick. Say you're that guy who gets the ball, and I'm the equipment. And I say, hey, that's Tom Brady's 600th passing touchdown. Like that's the most a quarterback's ever had ever in the NFL. Like just like you said, you're literally never letting Tom get that ball back. Yeah. So it's like yeah, I'm not going to tell him that. that right away. I'll tell him after once we have the ball. But in the meantime, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, smart negotiating. Yeah, absolutely. Don't don't show your hand, right? Um, So again, Bucks uh, are away. They're in New Orleans for this one. Uh, Bucks are five point favorites, and an over under of fifty.
0: Ooh.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty much it's pretty
0: much going to be Alvin Kamara versus the Bucks, right? I mean, yeah. they, uh, the Saints have not looked good. Winston has not looked good. Uh, for me, I think the Bucks roll in this one. I'm surprised the spread isn't more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you know, odds makers still like the Saints, but um, yeah, I mean, I think I'll take the over just because I think, I mean, Brady. I mean, shout out. I mean, I hate Tom Brady, but fuck if he is still not really goddamn good at his age. So you got to respect the uh, the hustle there from him, and the Bucks. I mean. Realistically, I think the Bucks have to be one of the Super Bowl favorites right now. I mean, they've just looked absolutely incredible to all this year. Um, but yeah, Bucks for me and the over.
1: Um, I'm also going with the Bucks, but uh, I'm actually going to take the under on this one. I think the Saints' defense can hold up a little bit, and it might be a little bit closer than people think. But Bucks in the end will win the game.
2: You know what? I'm, I'm going to agree with Carl here. I got the Bucks in the under. Uh, just because I think that the Saints' offense isn't going to like, I think mean, Camara is going to be a fantasy monster this week, and I hope for it because I just traded for him. Um, so I hope he lights it up. Uh, but unfortunately, I just don't think that Saints' offense. I mean, that's way too one-dimensional to basically only get the ball to Camara uh, as your only play. Um, so I think uh, I think that the Bucks are going to take it pretty easy. I think they're going to get up high pretty early as well, um, and I don't think that they're going to need to to put up too many points. And I think the Saints are going to struggle. Uh, to do anything against that Bucks defense, uh, I mean Antoine Winfield's back as well, um, so I think uh, I think that's going to be a lower a lower scoring game for for the Saints for sure, um, and definitely under fifty points. Um, our next game here, we've got Washington going into Denver. Uh, this is uh, our last afternoon game. Uh, Broncos three point favorites and an over under of forty three.
0: I'm surprised the Broncos are favorites. Um, I do know they are getting Jerry Judy back this week, which is definitely a big weapon for uh, Teddy B there. I mean, Judy is one of the, you know, kind of premier field stretchers in the league. Uh, for me, I don't know. If I I mean, he's not looked good. That O-line has been, has been tough. I think he's been sacked nine times the last three games. And if Washington has nothing else, they do have a pretty ferocious uh, D-line. So I'm going to take, I'm going to roll with Washington. Uh, just because I haven't been impressed with the way that Teddy's been playing this year, and I mean, I, I'm always a, I'm a sucker for a good underdog, and Taylor Heineke is nothing but that. So I'm taking the uh, I'm taking the football team to uh, go in there and win. Uh
1: yeah, I'm, I'm also gonna roll with Taylor Heineke and those boys. I think Washington comes into Denver and takes home the W. But I'm going with the under. I don't think they're gonna get up to those points either. Bridgewater hasn't looked that good. And, yeah, Judy, if he comes back, won't be back to himself yet. So I'll probably keep him on my bench this week in fantasy. But hopefully he'll get back to normal soon.
2: See, you know what? I'm going to disagree. I'm going to take the Broncos here. Um, I think that the Broncos will uh, will look to feed Judy the ball early and often. Um, and I think that that Washington D just hasn't been very impressive. Um, I mean, if you look back at their last few games – Uh, It hasn't exactly been, I mean, give up 24 points to the Packers. I mean, that's not terrible. Um, And then obviously you lose to the Chiefs. You give up 30 to the Falcons. uh, You lose to the Saints. You lose to the Bills. You lose to the Giants. Um, So, unfortunately, I mean, to let the Giants put 29 points up against you is uh, embarrassing. Uh, Absolutely embarrassing looking at who's on that Giants offense. Um, So, I'm going to roll with the Broncos here. Uh, But I am going to roll with the under just because I think that it's going to be, as much as that uh, defense is terrible, um, I don't think that they're going to give up that many points. Uh, So I'm going to roll with the Broncos and the under here. Uh, All right, Rick, this one's for you, buddy. Uh, We've got the uh, Mm -hmm. Cowboys going into Minnesota. This is Sunday night on Halloween night. Um, You've got uh, Cowboys, three-point favorites, and an over-under of 55. Vikings also oh, yeah, coming off a of bye week as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely goddamn right that they're, they're favorites. Uh, I mean, they're the favorites for the Super Bowl right now, so not surprising in <laughs> any way. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've mean i got to roll with the bullet, my boys, this week. I mean, Minnesota essentially is, uh, yeah, I mean, that their defense has not been good. They do have an offense that can cause some problems. Obviously, Jefferson Thiel and Dalvin Cook is a pretty uh, good three-headed monster there. But when you're relying on – for me, it's where you're relying on Cousins to get them the ball, and you never know which version of uh, Cousins you're going to get week to week. Um, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a great primetime game regardless. I think it's going to be a great game. I am going to take the over. I think it's going to be close, but I think my uh, Cowboys find a way to get it done in the end.
1: Uh, Yeah, big Sunday nighter. I hope. I actually hope this one's going to be an absolute shootout. I think both offenses can – especially if – yeah if they're, if uh, the better version of Kirk Cousins shows up, this could be an absolute uh, classic this for this season. But uh, I'm going to roll with the Cowboys as well. I think they're riding on such a high. And as long as their defense can continue to like force more turnovers and stuff like that and hold their own, like they're still not that great of a defense. But I think they'll be able to hold their own against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. So I'll take the Cowboys and definitely the over.
2: Yeah, you know I, I We're unanimous here. Uh, I think the Cowboys shouldn't have too much problems with uh, with the Vikings. Uh, that Cowboys' defenses look pretty good. Uh, and I think if you flip the ball to the other side of the matchup there, I think that the Vikings' knee is going to struggle uh, very handily against that uh, high-powered Cowboys offense, which absolutely makes me want to throw up saying. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to have to pick the Cowboys, and I'm also going to have to roll with the over.
0: Uh, all right, you know, Nick, that's what happens when you have an actual quarterback and not a running back. I mean, you have a <laughs> high-powered <laughs> offense. So, uh, just uh, you know, just 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 a, a suggestion there. If you want to get better, then I'd uh, replace Lamar. I mean, even at this point, Joe Flacco
2: would be a more complete quarterback. Oh, so, wow! Wow! wow. I like. I'm just. I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm literally speechless that you just said that. Like, that's uh, an absolutely atrocious take right there.
1: Yeah, Nick. Nick, when I found out I was going on the show, I was actually going to apologize for some of my takes on Lamar. I think he's actually improved as a passer this year. And uh, And thank
2: you, Carl. And
1: he's played. He's played forty-eight
0: percent completion (laughs) percentage last week. Just saying forty-eight
2: percent. What about what he did? I could have done. What about what he did to the Chargers? Nick, you you live in the past.
0: with all these with all these you know fantasy
2: memories. You're gonna things. talk to me about uh, living in the past as a Cowboys fan? As a Cowboys fan, you're gonna talk. What are you talking about? You guys about? literally have the what biggest reputation about? in the league for living in the past.
0: We're first in the NFC East. We're five and one. I'm living in the big, goddamn last Super Bowl? right now. When was
2: your last Super Bowl? Tell me.
0: When was the last time Lamar was ever good? Oh, wait, he never won. Oh, wait, when he won
2: the MVP. Yeah, that's what I fucking thought. Shut your mouth.
0: (laughs) He's a regular season fraudster. He's a regular season fraudster. He disappears when the lights get
2: bright. He's not, yeah. You know what?
0: I I don't even need to go into it, but because you know, deep down, you know.
2: All right, here we go. Uh, Our Monday night game here, not much of a contest, 10-point spread. Uh, You got the Giants going into Kansas City. Uh, uh, Chiefs, 10-point favorites. No surprise there, Hayden. Um, and a fifty-two and a half point <laughs> over,
0: <laughs> man. Like, what is going on with the Chiefs? First of all, I mean, like, literally, what is going on? Mahomes has just not looked like Mahomes. I mean, that defense is absolutely atrocious. First, like, I was thinking about this earlier. For like, for some reason, like, I was like even considering the Giants, which is absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah. If you would asked me at the beginning of the season to pick, you know, a winner of this game. I mean, I would have t- said Chiefs hundred of hundred times. But you just like, oh, they've just been so bad this year. Um, I think this is kind of a get right game for them. I mean, I'd be shocked if the Giants pull this off. I kind of hope they do just because, you know, I mean, why not, right? But um, I think the Chiefs win. I will take the over. But honestly, I would not be surprised if they lost just because it seems to be that entire year for them.
1: Yeah, I'm really hoping the Chiefs uh, find their own. And I think this is going to be the game that they're going to show everyone that uh they they're still going to be someone to be messed with later on in the season. So I'm going to take the Chiefs, and I'll I'll take the over as well. I think they're going to. Uh, sorry, Hayden. I think they're going to run over the Giants on Monday night.
2: Wow. All right. Um. You know what? Uh, I gotta agree. I think that you know what that Mahomes hit right at the end of the game looked uh, looked pretty tough. Uh. uh but I mean, uh, he was cleared. He cleared concussion protocol pretty much right away. Uh, So it was all good pretty quickly. Obviously didn't go back on that game because there's no point in putting him back in that game. uh, In a game where you're getting just absolutely destroyed. Um, So I'm also going to roll with the Chiefs, uh, especially against that Giants D. Uh, I've got Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes, so I'm looking for them to absolutely just light up, light it up. Just absolutely. Mahomes, 400 yards. Tyreek Hill, like 250. uh, (laughs) Like eight catches and two scores. Uh, I think that they're... Like the Cowboys, the Cowboys shouldn't even go into that. Or sorry, the Giants shouldn't even walk into that stadium. They shouldn't even enter. Like, don't even go in there. Don't even get on the plane. Like, not worth your time. Take an extra bye week. Take the owl, and you might even wow. like. Just not, not even close. Not even close. Uh, Chiefs and the over. I think the Chiefs hit that over. Uh, probably pretty close to by themselves. I think they put up forty-five points on the on the Giants, uh, and in that struggling Chiefs D gives up maybe seven to fourteen points. Uh, against Daniel Jones and that offense.
0: Hmm. Well, there you go. I mean, I'm looking forward to the Thursday night game, a rare good Thursday night game. Yeah, those
1: oh, yeah for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so Nick, what are our totals so far for the year? I know you were doing some nice little work back there, so do <laughs> you want to
2: so uh, of our totals right now, I'm sitting at 74 of 107, which puts me at 69%. Ha, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> and Rick, you are sitting at 78 out of 107, which puts you at 73%. Um, and wow, we're, we're pretty close. Yeah, pretty yeah close. One, uh, one big week, we'll, we'll change it around. Um, obviously, Carl, we talked about it earlier, Carl needs 12 of 15 uh, to become our new guest champion. Um, so we'll see if that happens. We'll see if uh, doable, definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. doable. I'm feeling good
1: this week. I I think we can do it. I don't
2: know. I think your 49ers take might uh, your 49ers and <laughs> what was the other one? I thought that was ridiculous. And your Colts, those two right there will, <laughs> well, uh, will mess you
0: up. I think, and the the Lions as well. The, I mean, I, even though I was on the Lions trade, <laughs> I think that's definitely a hot a, definitely a hot take. Yeah. It might come back to bite us. But I mean, that's only three. I, I
1: don't so want to see that's still going. twelve. Yeah. And if I get Uh, one of those to go the other way, then we're
2: good. uh, That's true. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So anybody's weak. Like we always say, right? Anybody can win. And always bet the over. (laughs) Exactly.
0: And always (laughs) bet the over. Good shit, boys. Well, hey, Carl, thanks for coming on. We appreciate you uh, taking the time.
1: Yeah, man, anytime. Enjoyed it. Good
0: episode, boys. Yeah, I appreciate it. Absolutely love coming out. Nick, I mean... Yeah, Nick, I hope your fantasy football week goes better. I mean, not in our league, but in all your other leagues. I'm starting to feel bad for you. I mean, you're just, you're not getting any breaks. And, uh, you know, I I don't want you to cry anymore. So hopefully you have a good week this week. There's been enough tears. Yeah, I mean, basic, yeah, there's been enough tears. And basically, I think what we've learned is whatever Nick bets, just bet the complete opposite. So uh, that's pretty much seems to be the way that uh, this year is going. So, um, but yeah, I mean, boys, thanks for coming on. Another good episode. And, yeah, I mean, two more nights until football again. I mean, I can't believe I have to sit here for two days without football. But I'm sure I'll survive somehow. And then uh, we'll get all geared up for a Packers-Cardinals showdown on Thursday night. Awesome. Cheers, boys.
1: Cheers. All right. Catch you later. Yep.